Melbourne AA Steps Weekend 
You know, the doctor's opinion and, and Bill's story, which is pretty much what was explained to me, it's like a case study. Um, you know, I identify with that. When I first read Bill's story, I thought, oh, he's a bit old, you know. And uh, as I actually studied the book and started to go to big book studies and, and went through it with my sponsor, I started to gain some identification and some understanding about that, you know. And, you know, the next next three chapters, as I understand it, is devoted to step two, you know, that there is a solution. Uh, more about alcoholism and we are given this information that I'm pretty much doomed, you know, in step one in Bill's story. But in step two, I've, I've you know, I've been, I'm being told that there is a solution, you know, and, and that solution is spiritual help, you know, and I didn't like that idea either. Um, you know, I thought I was running my life okay and I've ended up in Alcoholics Anonymous. And really, the state of being that I was in when I got here was that I either wanted to be dead, I so desperately did not want to be me anymore. And, you know, I, I would have been happy if I died. I used to just wake up and wish that I had died in my sleep. Or I would have been happy to unzip myself and get into someone else's body. I was just could not stand who I'd become. You know, so I wasn't really in a very good state of mind when I got here. Um, and, you know, being offered this spiritual help, and I love, you know, the arrogance of me, the alcoholic, thinking, what do I really need? <laughs> you know? um, and just in, in there is a solution how, um, the, you know, the first 100 men and women start to talk about how um, the problem of the alcoholic centres in the mind rather than the body, you know, and, uh, and they really, really talk about that in an amazing way, about how, you know, the, the mental state that precedes the first drink you know, and I identify with that, you know, and many a time in my drinking, um, you know, I'd sworn off and said I wasn't going to drink and then all of a sudden there I was on my fifth drink, getting drunk, just going, yeah, how did that happen? You know, it wasn't a lot of conscious thought, it was just, oh, well, I'm, you know, I'll just keep on going. But it wasn't until I came to AA I started to see that many, many times in my drinking, you know, that I had made that firm resolve you know, but then something happened. Something happened in my mind. I didn't have any alcohol in my system. It was my mind. My mind said that I could just pick up that drink. No, it doesn't matter. It'll be right. I'll just have two. It won't be as bad as last time. I'm only drinking wine this time. Whatever the excuse was, that strange mental blank spot would occur. And I couldn't even recall what it was like to be drunk, what it was like to be remorseful, you know, two days ago. Or, you know, tearing myself apart about the, you know, the terrible thing that I had just done, the shame that I had felt. I couldn't even recall that in that moment. You know, and, and that's really scary when I understand the full impact of alcoholism in my, in my life, you know, and that's went on, went on continuously in my drinking time, you know, and, um, and, and it talks a little bit about, or it talks a lot, in, there is a solution about how, how my, um, you know, the whole purpose, or it doesn't actually say this in there is a solution, but the whole purpose of the book of Alcoholics Anonymous is to give me a relationship with a power greater than myself that's going to solve my problem. And what is my problem? those strange mental blank spots, you know, and uh, and my understanding is that when I work the steps through, I will have a relationship with my power, with a power greater than myself, whatever I conceive that to be, that will stand between my thinking, God, and a drink, you know, that's what I've been given here in very, very simple terms, you know, and... Um, you know, I didn't, as I said, I didn't really like the idea of spiritual help because really I didn't think there was much wrong with me, you know. Maybe I could just go out and drink for another 20 years and come back when I was 40, you know, that's that's how I felt. But I was desperate. I was given the gift of desperation, you know. I, um, As I said, I, I wanted to die and that was enough to keep me here, even though I doubted a lot of things. And, um, you know, I remember hearing an old-timer in those, those early days saying, talking about step two and saying, 
that it says came to believe that a power greater than ourselves could restore us to sanity. It doesn't say came to believe in a power greater than ourselves that could restore us to sanity. And that was a big difference for me, that I didn't have to have any beliefs around God, that I didn't have to have this fantastic relationship with him or all the answers about what that was going to look like. All I had to do was believe that I, if, if I took what was involved in the rest of the program of Alcoholics Anonymous, that I would be restored to sanity. That's all I had to believe in, that a power greater than me would do that for me, you know, and, um, and that initially was AA, you know, the meetings I went to and, uh, and some of the people, you know, um, about taking that step. And, you know, just in case I'm not convinced, which I wasn't, about alcoholism, there's a chapter about more about alcoholism. You know, straight after there is a solution, just to make sure I am entirely convinced of, of the way that alcoholism works in my life. And there's two examples in there, I think it's of two, two men, I think it's Jim and Fred, I can never remember their names, but I think that's who it is. And, um, you know, they write about how Jim uh, had stopped drinking and was on a real low. And, um, you know, that, and he writes there's ex these examples about um, those strange mental blank spots. He was on a real low. And then I think Fred, it could be the other way around, you have to read the big book. Um, Fred was on a real high, just come off a great business deal, was feeling fantastic about his life. Strange mental blank spot occurred and he got drunk again. So, you know, the real point that I see in more about alcoholism is it doesn't matter how I'm travelling, good or bad, it's there. You know, and if I don't have a mental defence against that, I am in big trouble. You know, I'm going to drink again, you know. And, um, and then it goes on to we agnostics. And I thought that we agnostics, I didn't have, you know, didn't have to read that. I wasn't agnostic. I sort of believed in God, you know. And um, an old-timer actually suggested that, that I do that, you know, that, um, that I actually start reading that chapter. And, and oh, my God, it's my favourite chapter in the big book. It's brilliant. You know, it just has these amazing conceptions in there that, that can start me off, you know. And, and, and in there too, I'm not very good at quoting the big book verbatim, but, you know, in there it talks about um, all we're doing here in Alcoholics Anonymous is we're not defining your idea of God. All we're saying is that you need a power greater than yourself, you know, and it says that in there that, you know, that, that I need a power greater than myself to solve my problem and if I've got that, that understanding of what my problem is, then, you know, like the last speaker said, I'm going to accept spiritual help, you know, I'm not going to, to, um, to make that choice and go out and drink again because I have the truth about, about what's going on, you know, and, um, and, you know, then, of course, step three is about making that decision and carrying that out through the rest of the, the 12 steps, you know, and... Um, you know, I've had some pretty amazing experiences, you know, um, just I was thinking along the lines of um, I, I didn't really have a relationship with a, a God when I got here and, and that has happened as I've gone through the 12 steps of Alcoholics Anonymous, you know, the first time around. And, and it's not really until I get to step 11 that it talks about improving my conscious contact anyway, you know. And um, and re in relation to that, that sanity, you know, if, I, if reading step 10 in the big book, you know, once I get there, I am given sanity in relation to, to alcohol. It may not be anything else in my life, <laughs> which, you know, I've experienced many different forms of insanity and sobriety, I can tell you. Um, but in relation to alcohol, it talks about that, you know, if, that, if we are tempted, we recoil from it as a hot flame. I never had that in my drinking. As I said, I just, you know, I just drank and didn't think about it, you know, and I, um, um, you know, that's, that's the miracle for me, you know, is that me now, between my thinking, there's God before the drink. And I had a great example of that. Last year, I played basketball and um, we'd just finished the game. It was one of those 40-degree nights and um, 
was, I don't know, about late game, 9.30 at night, and it was our last game for the year and we were all dripping with sweat and the girls all wanted to go to the pub to celebrate, you know, that we've a year of basketball. And normally I'd be in on that. I don't mind going to the pub. They're great girls. Um, but I just knew I was really, really thirsty. <laughs> and I just thought, you know, that's not a good place for me to be at 9.30 at night, dripping with sweat, you know, really, really thirsty watching those girls drink beers. That would be a temptation. And just automatically, I didn't, you know, that was just the thought. And then I just said, God, please give me the right words to say no and get out of here. And that's what I did. I followed through that. And I didn't even think about that until later. You know, that's the defence. That's the, you know, the, the sanity in relation to my alcohol. You know, it's that provided I do certain things for my sobriety, you know, work the steps and, and be of service and try and work with others, that stays with me. You know, that's with me. And, and, and you know, it, um, it comes from, you know, comes from outside of myself. That wasn't my thinking. If I rely on my own thinking, I'm gone, you know. And, um, you know, the the first three steps, I, um, you know, there's a lot of information involved in that. But for me, in the way that I was sponsors, sponsored, there wasn't a lot of agonising. I wasn't given a lot of time to think about too much stuff. You know, I was just encouraged to just move on to the next step, you know, and that terrified me um, to do that, you know. And, and, and what I've learnt in Alcoholics Anonymous and continue to, to learn year after year is that I cannot think my way out of anything. <laughs> you know, it just doesn't work for me. You know, my thinking in relation to alcoholism just can't be trusted, you know. What Alcoholics Anonymous has given me is the program of living where I actually act my way into good thinking. You know, so I take those actions first. I get that information in steps one, two and three. Then I start taking the actions, whether I believe or not, in, you know, in a God. You know, I, I believe that Alcoholics Anonymous would restore me to sanity and that was enough. You know, the last speaker spoke about that too. You know, that, that, that is um, enough for me to make that beginning and, and get on with the steps, you know, and, uh, and it's a pretty amazing journey, you know once I start doing that and, you know, what's involved in that process. So, you know, I um, I don't know how much time is left, but... Have I? Mm. God, bloody... As usual. <laughs> Knocked it all out in about five minutes. Um, yeah, you know, so if you're new here today and, um, you know, thinking about doing the steps, don't think for too long, you know. That could kill you, and I'm serious. You know, it could take you back out the door, get yourself a sponsor, get a home group, and a sponsor that knows about the Big Book of Alcoholics Anonymous that experienced the 12 steps as it's laid out in the first 164 pages, you know. And even though you don't believe, it's, it, you know, I'm sure there's plenty of people here that could raise their hand and say they didn't believe as they started to go through that process of the, of the program of AA, you know, um, that, you know, as you start to go through it, it's pretty amazing what unfolds and, and, you know, like someone else said, where where my life has, has been taken to, you know, and, um, yeah, I um, if I would have had it my own way when I got here, oh, I'm not 40 yet, I'd still be drinking, you know, I don't know if I'd still be alive. You know, that was my plan when I got here. And, um, you know, I'm really glad those old-timers gave me a lot of time, took me to a lot of meetings, had a lot of coffees with me, <laughs> listened to a lot of my dribble, but then got me to take some action, you know, that, um, you know, I, I didn't have to be entirely convinced that the rest of the program was going to work for me. In fact, I was a doubter, you know. I just thought, how's all this going to help, you know, and, um, and I stayed sober as a result of that, you know, and, um, you know, that's definitely the miracle in my life, you know, and, and the privilege too is that I now get to share that with other women, you know, that, that's pretty much one of the highlights as well as my children and my family is that, um, 
being able to, to go through the book with someone else. And I guarantee you, don't read the big book once because every time you read it, there's something new in it. <laughs> 17 years down the track, I was there last night going, oh, that's great, that's great, you know. Just, um, it's, it's an amazing, it's an amazing book and, you know, divinely inspired. And, and, you know, I was told to, was given that analogy, which I'm sure many people have heard, that, you know, the, the first 100 men and women wrote that book because... Um, they wanted a way to carry AA's message, you know. They didn't have internet and email and all that kind of thing when AA first started and they were desperate for money. <laughs> so they wrote this book and, um, and you know, it, it has terms in, in, in the book about precisely, you know, following what they did precisely to, to get what they, they got, the result that the first 100 men, men and women got. And, you know, it was put to me that if you're baking a cake and you've got a recipe in front of you and it says a cup of flour and a cup of sugar, you know, you're going to put in quarter of a cup of flour and a little bit of sugar, you know, no eggs, not follow the recipe, because if you do, you're not going to get the cake that the recipe, you know, implies that you will get if you follow the instructions. And that's exactly what was told to me, is that, you know, if I don't, if I just take a little bit of the program, <laughs> interpret it my own way and not do what is suggested, I won't, I'll have a result. <laughs> don't know what kind of result it is, but I won't have the result of the first 100 men and women, you know, and, uh, it's a, you know, if you read that book, it's a pretty, pretty powerful result, you know, that, that for, you know, the past 17 years I've been able to live life sober, you know, for a hopeless drunk like me that could not stop drinking, you know, that that, that finding myself at the bar or wherever, wherever it was on my way to getting drunk again and just having that, you know, it wasn't a big thought, it was just like, how did that happen? You know, for, for someone like me that could not string, stop drinking on my own accord, I found a solution, you know, and it's spiritual and... Um, Spiritual for me wasn't anything, um, you know, it was all a bit, you know, the language was all a bit overwhelming and, um, you know, an old-timer again explained to me, Gina, just to keep it simple, spiritual things are things that you can't touch, you know, they're not material. And that was another really good thing for me to start with, you know, that I didn't have to have this educated, informed view of what spiritual was, you know, I just needed to understand that, that that's where my solution, um, you know, was in the spiritual or things that you know, that I couldn't couldn't actually touch, you know, and, and, and that was the rest of the 12 steps, you know, and um, I'm really grateful to be sober and to, to have the life that, uh, you know, that I have today and someone else said, you know, I wouldn't swap my worst day drunk for my, or whatever it is. I don't even know what it was, but I went, yeah, and I and I really have. I've had a really difficult week, and I've had I've felt extreme anger, and I've just been up and down and all over the place. And um, I'm really grateful for the sponsorship that I received. My sponsor's been in my life for a long, long time, and um, you know, I've hardly been able to pray. I've just been able to say, "Hi, God." I don't know what to say, you know, and um, and that's okay too, you know, and here I am at the end of, the, of a pretty heavy week and it's, you know, probably not ended, but in a meeting of Alcoholics Anonymous, you know, that will, that will keep me going and, uh, and, you know, show me the next directed step. So um, thanks for letting me share today. Information about the annual Melbourne AA Steps Weekend is available from www.stepsweekend.aagroup.org.au Thanks for letting us share.